Okay, one more sip of my coffee, and we gonna get started. We just gonna go right in. I had a whole speech prepared for today. I had a whole motherfucking speech prepared about how life is crazy, but we'll already just prove that life is crazy. And we, Chris, he is life, and Chris is us. But anyway, did y'all see that shit last night? Did y'all see that shit last night? I'll wait. Let me take a sip of my coffee and then, you know, let me know. Give me a second. Did y'all see that shit last night? Was that scene last night? Was I the only one that saw this? I know I wasn't the only one that saw this because the whole world saw it. But was it just me? Or was it just like a whole type of, it felt like a badass dream? Like you would never imagine him smacking the shit out of him, but it happened? Anyway, okay, so welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jay, and this is We Gotta Talk, and we're gonna get into a, this is gonna be a long episode, I know it's gonna be a long episode, because a girl, your girl did some notes, okay? If you can't tell by the title of this episode, we're gonna be talking about a few things, especially last night in Oscar night. Um, I did say that I was gonna do like a little ratings today, so we're gonna do that a little later, but first we're gonna start with weekly pops if you don't know what weekly pops is by now weekly pops is basically um how i stay in the culture i guess or it's topics that i like to talk about um that's on the internet that's going on right now because right now you know pop culture and social media it's it's a part of history so weekly pops is a a segment or um one part of the show where you know I discuss like you know celebrities and you know what's going on with that and you know celebrity news or whatever whatever and it's just you know getting in touch with um situations that happen you know to celebrities or you know pop culture things that need to be discussed so weekly pops is that and we're gonna get started with weekly pops so the first thing that's on my list as I just explained. So last night was the Oscars. Okay. And we gonna do a little whole bop and flop to some outfits. Because I felt like some outfits were just not, won't give in. It's just like it's the Oscars. And I felt like people just got lazy after the pandemic. People got really lazy. But as the night went on, there was an incident between two actors two black actors let's say that because a lot of people are making it into a, a a thing now where we look so will smith um went on stage um and smacked the shit out of chris rock so i don't know if chris rock because I, I didn't even watch the oscars that's first i didn't even know the oscars was going on that's second third of all I just saw the video on TikTok and I said, excuse me, is this a bit? I'm thinking it's a bit. No, they got a whole investigation with the LAPD. So I was like, oh, so this is real. So apparently Chris Rock 
said something about Jada's hair because we all know that Jada has a bald head. And he said something about quote unquote G.I. Jane. It was an inappropriate joke about G.I. Jane. And uh, the whole audience was not feeling it as well. And Will wasn't feeling it. So he decided to walk his black ass up old stage and smack another black man on, on national television. I should say international television because I know that somewhere in China, somebody has watched that. But yes, last night, Will Smith um, smacked the shit out of Chris Rock for an inappropriate joke that he made about Jada. Now, okay, so, and, and it, it happened in merely seconds, right? And then the Oscars, she's really cute. The girl is really cute. She tried to, like, cover it up between, between the commercial breaks and all that type of stuff and try to, like, silence. You know it's real when the Oscars decides to silence the audio, in front of live studio audience, you know, you know it's serious when they gotta cut that shit. When they gotta be like, cut, mm-mm. cut. He went by going by saying like, you know, keep my um, keep my wife's name out of your mouth, and he was just like, well, this is just a joke, and he was just like, keep my fucking wife's name out of your fucking mouth. It's a situation where a lot of people are getting involved where it's just like protect black women and he was right for what he was doing and all this type of stuff and for me I see it from both sides of the spectrum I see it from Will's side and I see it from Chris's side it's just like okay dude it's just a joke and you shouldn't really take it that seriously you shouldn't really like you know and then you're going on stage you just embarrass me in front of millions of people and you just bitch slap me. And I'm supposed to just like feel no type of way about that. You know what I'm saying? Like you bitch slap me in front of so many colleagues that I've known over the years. And now it's just like, how am I supposed to go get back from this? And it's just like, you're taking this too, you're taking this too personal over a joke. And I get it from Will's perspective. It's just like you want to protect your wife. It's been a lot of media circulating, a lot of gossip, a lot of rumors circulating about your wife, about, you know, allegations of cheating, allegations of y'all separation. It's just a lot. And I get that a lot of people have their, you know, opinion about Jada. And they have their opinion about, you know, Jada not being a good person and Jada this, Jada that. And I'm with Jada, as Future would say. And it's just like... I get that you want to protect your wife and you want to make a statement known like I am I'm beside my wife at all times so yes protect your black woman protect her you know what I'm saying there's another way that you could have went about it but you didn't you went about it the way where it's not even like you to go that way you know what I'm saying and it's just like this is Will Smith we're talking about and for you to go on that stage and you know, publicly, I'm sorry, publicly embarrass us as a community, as a culture, as a as a whole by smacking another black man. It's just unacceptable. There should have been another way that you could have did that. And y'all are both pro- professional men. So it's just like, it could have been another way that that whole situation could have been handled. You could have went to Chris and say like, look, 
Um, I don't appreciate you talking about my wife. I don't appreciate you as a friend of many years because I know that for a fact that Chris Rock and Will Smith are friends. You can't sit here and tell me that like they haven't been knowing each other and they've never been like in a room or a setting with each other that has been personal. So you can't sit here and tell me that they're not friends or they don't have, you know, friends in the community that they know of, you know what I'm saying, mutual friends. So for knowing me for 20 years, you could have came to me and said, like, look, bro, I don't appreciate you talking about my wife. I don't appreciate you saying this about my wife. And I would appreciate apology. That's what it should have happened, especially in, you know, especially in the backstage, not on the front stage of the Oscars, man. You embarrassed this man. You embarrassed this man, but then turned around and one best actor and started crying like and then people just like oh yeah will smith is the goat and all this type of stuff y'all this is not goat like behavior because if it was goat like behavior he would have went to chris and told chris like look i don't appreciate you doing that and even in front of you know jada as well he would have just went to the backstage and said look um that was uncalled for. That was not cool. The G.I. Jane jokes, the jokes about her being bald head, gotta go. But my problem is, my problem is, and going back to it's a joke, comedians has been doing this for centuries. And you know, if you've ever seen the Oscars, which I haven't seen a good Oscars in years, but I think the last Oscars that I watched was like when Leonardo DiCaprio won Best Actor, but we're not gonna get to that. When you're watching the Oscars and a comedian comes on, whether it be Chris Rock, whether it be Dave Chappelle, whether it be Kevin Hart, or whether it be um, a comedian that, you know, a comedian that you know, that they want them to do a segment where it's just like they're pointing out into the audience and they're, you know, they're making little subtle jokes um, about the actors and the actresses that's that's in the audience. So it's just like, it was a bit, it was a segment. And for him to go on stage and publicly embarrass a man, cause you know, everybody hate Chris. For him to do that, it's just like, it's a joke. It wasn't meant to take personally. And I can tell by Jada Faye, she was offended, but he was laughing. If y'all go back, go back to them tapes, run them tapes back, run it back turbo. He was laughing himself. So for you to get on stage to show your ass, it's just not, it's just not appreciated. Especially as an actor like you who has all of this, this credibility. An actor like you for having all this credibility, you should not be doing this. That won't good. Will, I'm not on your side. And everybody can, you know, everybody can pick sides and be like, oh, protect black women. I get it. Yes, it is still the movement of protect black women. But when it comes to the point where you're in front of a live studio audience and you're in front of millions, embarrassing another black man, there should be a point where we should be putting the fault on him. Like, yes. They got offended by the joke, but there's a way that you handle that. There's a way that you go on stage or you go backstage and you tell that man of 20 years that you've been knowing this man, that was uncalled for. Next. Okay, so we're going to get into um, 
y'all know the rapper Lotto, so y'all know who that is, or whatever, whatever, you should know who that is, um, the rapper Lotto, which her album came out on March 25th, Friday, March 25th, 2022, um, she released her album 777, and she was discussing about she did a couple of interviews like i think she did breakfast club she did joe button she did um this is not a free promo promo by the way but she did a couple of interviews where she was discussing about her problem with clearing a verse with one of the men on her album um and the list is because we gonna figure this out the list is 21 savage kodak black naro wick i don't know who that is i think it's the and Little Wayne, Childish Gambino, and Little Dark, and the conversation continues with her discussing about the unnamed artist who was clearing the um when she was clearing the verse for one of the songs on her album, and saying that it's kind of difficult working with the in like working with these men in the industry because you know they don't want to keep they always they not keeping it business. So I wanted to talk about that as well. So let's just get into it. Um, by the list, by the list, I'm going to say this, um, we going to have to have to just go ahead and knock off 21 Savage. I know. Right. But I feel like because they already had a, they had a, they already have a relationship, especially because of where they come from, you know, Atlanta culture and all that type of stuff. I don't think that it was him. Um, Kodak, a little bit questionable. Sorry. I don't care how many times he go on Twitter and say that, you know, he ain't do it. Questionable. Nardowick, I'm pointing the finger at you because I don't really think there will be Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne knows better. And Childish Gambino is working on Atlanta right now. So it's just like, why would he do that? And Lil Dirk is, you know, engaged. So I don't even think that it was him. But... And here's the thing, by the title of this episode, you should know like what we're talking about, but I felt it very disturbing when I was reading it because of the simple fact that um, as an artist, like as a woman artist, there's always going to be a hurdle when it comes to men in the industry, especially if you know you rap you sing you paint whatever like or tattoo whatever like it's always going to be a hurdle because so many men dominated industries decide that because we are women we don't get the same treatment as other men because I'm telling you right now if Lotto was a man and it was his album that was coming out on March 25th and it was another man that he wanted to feature it would not went down like that it wouldn't have went down like that it wouldn't even been that you know what I'm saying like if Lotto was a man it wouldn't have been that it wouldn't have been no clearing like oh you know what I'm saying if you do this sexual favor for me then I'll clear the verse on the song it wouldn't it wouldn't have been that you know what I'm saying? And in her words, dropping nuts. Like, if, if she was a man, that shit wouldn't happen. But because if she's a woman, it's difficult for her to clear a verse of the song because you you won't 
your nuts to hang low? Come on now. And now we live in a world where it's just like respect is given to women. And bitches ain't sucking and fucking for no song. If Nikki taught you anything, is that you don't suck for no verse. You don't do that. So when you see situations like this and somebody publicly saying, like, you know, I'm not speaking on it. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm not going to tell you what the artist, who, which artist it was. Because she has no female artist on that um, on her whole album, if you look at it. If you look at her whole track list, she has no female artists on her track list. They're all men. So it's just like, that's one. Big up Salado for that because all of her, all of the features are men and they're none of women. That's, that's just important. Big ups to her because I feel like right now she's the only female artist that I've seen that have only men on there and have went on publicly talking about like, you know, how it's difficult for these men to treat her in her industry, like in an industry that she's thriving in. And I feel like as a man, as another artist, you should respect that woman for even paving the way for other women and y'all if you don't like let me say this one if you don't respect your mama you don't respect nobody else you don't respect no other woman out here okay if you don't respect your fucking mama your auntie your grandma whatever and you're out here disrespecting women like that talking to saying all this stuff like oh i'm gonna give you if you give me this knowing that she is in a whole relationship because she's made that public She's in a whole relationship, and you have the nerve to sit here and ask this woman for sexual favors just to clear an album, just to clear a verse on an album. Like, she needs you. She don't really necessarily need you, sir. It's just for public appearances. So don't think that, oh, you know, you need... And that's the thing with men. Men are very entitled when it comes to that. It's just like, oh, you need me. No, I don't need you. If anything, I could go out here and ask... Tom, Dick, and Harry to do the verse without that have respect for me because, and you know how I can tell that Little Wayne is probably not one of the people on the list that's like, like on top of the list is because as an artist you should respect another female artist and for him to have the relationship that he has with Nicki, I know for a fact that he didn't go back and he didn't disrespect this woman he didn't because she's not a she's not a girl no more she's a woman because we know her from you know the rap game and all this type of stuff but he didn't disrespect this woman to the point where you know she was going out on public and saying i know for a fact because of the simple fact of his relationship with nikki it's just like female rappers should be respected in this industry because there's room for everybody there's room for her there's room for you know, the people on her track list, there's room for both female and male artists who are thriving. I can have a list of top 10 female artists, female rappers right now, and I can have a top 10 list of, of male rappers that are dominating this industry. But for that to happen, that's just a no-go. How dare you disrespect this woman? And then she has to, and then what bothers me most is, it's just like a lot of people want to know like who this artist is. I want to know who this artist is. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of people want to know who this artist is and, you know, which one did it? Who done it? It was like a, like a hip hop who done it. 
And it's just like, I'm not going to say it's embarrassing because she's very boldly going on, you know, interviews saying that like, oh, you know, this was not right. And a lot of producers and rappers and, and, you know, executive producers have given me this, you know, this, this vibe of, oh, they want something from me so I can get something from them. And I feel as though to keep questioning it, like, who was it, who was it, who was it, trying to, like, poke her to say who it was, please don't do that. Respect this woman for being like, you know what, I'm not going to even disclose the name. I'm not going to even say it. Because if I say it, then, you know, cancel culture is not going to do nothing but just creep the fuck up and, you know, get this nigga for doing this shit. So, bigs up, big ups to Lotto for that. For going on public radio and saying like look I'm not disclosing no name I'm not saying who it is but I'm going to say that I was disrespected and whoever that was should remain silent because if we make this into a whole controversy of who done it then the fingers is going to get pointed at and once the fingers get pointed at then the person who really did it is going to have to like suffer the consequences next all right let's keep it going so because we had the other week where we were talking about you know Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion so now it's another Megan this is gonna be a woman's podcast today this is all about ladies today because like I said if you can't tell by the title of this episode we're gonna be talking about women problems we're going to be talking about how women in the industry have because Okay, so going back to the whole, you know, Will Smith and Chris thing, Jada was disrespected last night, Lotto was disrespected, and we gonna get into Megan's Stallion. So, okay, 1501 certified Carl Crawford, whoever this person is, I don't even know who he is, I just know that he's the manager. I don't know. They're suing her. They're suing her over the leaks, over the release of her album, her Arch of Album, Something for the Hotties. Oh, and hotties commercial break okay so if you don't follow me on all socials my socials is told by jay um in the link there is a playlist for this summer and for the hotties so it's called for the hotties for the hotties and then we got summer solstice which is the playlist i am a playlist curator i like baking playlists so you know go hit that link um i'm gonna put it in the podcast link too so you know, go check that out. But anyway, back to what I was talking about. So, 1501 Entertainment, 1501 Certified Entertainment, um, is suing Megan Thee Stallion over the release of her album, Something for the Hotties. Um, Carl Carford claims that the album would have fulfilled her contract. So, basically, like, you know, you owe me money for the songs that you put on the album. Because basically, he's saying, like, the album was had consist of songs that she made in the past that wasn't like recently so you know before the artist known as Megan Stallion she recently sued you know 51 certified entertainment in February um for you know declaring that her you know she fulfilled her contract or whatever it's not it's always a man coming at a woman have y'all noticed that it's always a man coming at a woman? 
It's always a man saying, oh, she done this. And I'm going to get her for every last coin that she got because I see that she's popping. And I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that she ain't popping no more. It's always a man disrupting a woman's peace. How do you notice that? How do you notice that? I've noticed that. I've I've noticed that. Yeah, it's always a man disturbing another woman's peace. It's always a man coming for another woman. It's always a man talking about, you know, protect black men. Yes, protect black men. That's great. But when it comes down to protecting who, let's start with black women. Yeah, let's start with that. Because you niggas sit there and y'all complain about, oh, y'all don't appreciate us and y'all don't fuck with us and y'all don't do this and y'all don't do that. But y'all don't take the same energy to protect black women at all motherfucking times. For this man to do this and for him to go publicly and say I'm gonna sue this woman because of some fucking songs on an Archive album this is not even an album this is like a mixtape this is not even an EP this is a mixtape for you to sue this woman over some nonsense you should be proud of yourself Crawl Carford whoever you are you should be proud of yourself because at the end of the day what difference does it matter did you make them songs? Did you produce them songs? No, you didn't. So what does it matter? And I feel like it's a whole me, it's a whole them versus me. It's always a them versus me type shit. It's just like when you see somebody doing good and you see somebody, you know, thriving, shows, documentaries, Grammys, Oscars. She was on stage talking about some Bruno this and Bruno that. When you see people doing that, you get offended by that shit because they move on. They go to Rock Nation. They're not worried about what the fuck you're doing. They're not worried about, you know, you know, 1501 Entertainment. Like, nobody's worried about, you know, 1501 Certified. But you make it a you make it upon yourself to make this into a whole public thing, and then it makes me mad because of the simple fact that they go back on the internet. And I'm not saying that he's just the blame, because he's not. She's the blame too, because they just keep going back on the internet. It just keeps going back to the whole oh. He did this to me. No, she did this to me. Oh, you know, she didn't fulfill her contract. She did fulfill her contract. It's just too much rata. I feel like schnitzel. It's too much rata. It's too much. It's just too much. It's too fucking much. You suing her. She's suing you. It's too much. Let's stop this. And I just feel like you see this woman thriving and you make it upon yourself to do this you should be proud like oh lord i've been having really issues with men like i don't understand what's going on with men and i don't know why i'm having issues with them but i'm really having issues with them like men are really crawling under my skin they really are they're crawling under my skin especially men like this you sue this woman because you see her shining 
you see her do whatever she want to do. And yes, I am going to back up. I'm going to back up this bitch. I've been rocking it. I, let me tell you something. Let me t- <laughs> Fun fact about me. I've been rocking with this bitch ever since that bitch was doing clubs. I stand. I stood. <laughs> this is my testimony. I stood in a cold ass. It was cold. It was cold. A bitch was cold. I stood in a cold ass line to go see this bitch in a packed club, a hot packed club. And that was the last club I've been to. I went to a packed club to go see this bitch. I'm rocking with this bitch. You know why I'm rocking with this bitch? Because I had the effort to go to a club, a hot packed ass club. Let me put emphasis on hot and packed club and stood in a cold ass line. I went from I went from 10 below to 75 in that whole motherfucking setting for this bitch to perform all the motherfucking songs on her mixtape. I'm riding for this bitch to the wheels fall off. And when I say that she's wrong, I'm gonna say that she's wrong in the end of the day if she's wrong. But for this, this is just childish. It's childish. You're basically mad because this woman has moved on and she went to another record label. A better record label. A record label that's going to give her more than she, you can give her. And you have you have artists that you have, Erica Banks, and other artists that you're working on that you need to be like, focus on you don't need to be focused on what I got going on you don't need to be focused on an album that I put out for for my fans it wasn't even about you sir and for you to come back and do that shit you really fucked up for that don't be mad at a woman's success because she said you know what I don't want to be here no more because she said that I want better for myself and that's all this is. And you continuing to, to have this fight over who shot Johnny is just not working out for you in your favor. And I feel like the truth is going to come out. The truth is going to come out about a lot of shit. Maybe she didn't fulfill her contract. Maybe she did. Maybe she did fulfill her contract. But I just feel like if you really had a problem with the fact that you know, oh, she's releasing songs that she did with 1501. And if y'all had that type of relationship where it's just like, she was wearing a chain that you bought her. And, you know, you were supposed to be this this big brother or, big, or this, like, father, whatever. You were supposed to be this man who was supposed to take charge of this woman's career and take her to where she's going and if that means that she has to move from one record label to another that means that she has to move from one record label don't be mad at the fact that she moves from one record label and she ain't fucking with you no more when it should have just been mutual respect from artist to manager you should have just been like you know what i respect your decision to go to rock nation i respect i respect your decision to do this move on from me because i know there's going to be better things out there for you other than 1501 certified i had to take a smoke break but anyway next cuz really it's just 
next all right so another thing i wanted to talk about um apparently doja cat said she was quitting music that bitch must have bumped her head i don't know what's going on with that bitch but she better get back in that studio because i'm gonna need another album i'm gonna need another two albums i'm gonna need you to do like a couple of more albums i don't need you to be playing right now rules streets shine bitch that's my that's my shit ruby that's my shit but um she's saying that she's quitting rap and there's a whole bunch of controversy on twitter and her saying um the whole thing about her quitting and i'm gonna read it it says i'm not discrediting myself i work my ass off i know that it's tiring but i'm not suffering because of people like you my suffering comes from myself not everybody else it's my problem but you guys always help me solve it when you support me the way that you've been um please respect and i'm gonna say this like even though like i'm trying to be an advocate of um the music like, bitch, you need to get up and get music. You know, I'm really Ike turning to her. Respect that, you know, this woman's vulnerability skills are up there. And she has made it possible to say, like, look, I'm frustrated. I'm stressed. I'm tired. These workouts and these, um, you know, routines and these um rehearsals are tiring every last artist that you that you're listening to right now whether it's the ones that i list today Lotto, megan and stallion you know all these and then as a woman the woman audience i'm talking to them mostly i'm not talking to the men audience because the men can care less but i'm talking to women who listen to these other women respect this woman for having the vulnerability to go on Twitter or to go on and say, I'm quitting rap, rap or I'm taking a break because this is stressful. I have to do this show and that show and the Grammys and the Oscars and go on concerts and do tour dates and work on this, work on that. This doesn't come with just glitz and glam. This come from me going to this plane, on this plane, on this plane, and that plane. A tour bus, a tour guy, tour managers. It's so much stuff that, you know, have to deal with. And then when you do take a break, it's like two days. Realize that about these artists. That it takes, it takes them longer to recover because of the simple fact that they only get two days out the week to sit their asses down and if they on vacation they're doing something at that vacation they're doing some type of press release and then even when you know they are on vacation or they are doing this and they have their two days to themselves, and they work the whole the whole rest of the fucking month it's only two days they get two days out the fucking month you can't tell me that any artist that you listen to right now doesn't get two days out the month two days else and that's it. And it's back-to-back days. People like that, they working their ass off. And for this woman to, to go on here and say that she was frustrated and that, you know, she could not take it anymore, that takes some guts, balls. That takes bold. 
madness, okay? For her to go on there and say like, look, I'm frustrated. I'm tired. I don't want to do this no more. You know, I got to record. And then, okay, so, okay, this is a prime example. Y'all seen, and because, you know, I love Tanya. Y'all seen um, the documentary. You know, the Nicki documentary. You know, because Nicki, Nicki Minaj had a documentary. Onika Tanya Miraj had a documentary. Get into that. So, you know how she was explaining how she um was just like everything was just taken from her work, like her actual true work, because, you know, Nikki actually wants to just rap. She doesn't want to do all this, you know, glitz and glam and I got to do this and do that and whatever, whatever. She really doesn't want to do that. Like, you know how she was saying that it was frustrating because it's just taking away from the actual work that she wants to put in the studio. Y'all should have the same energy that y'all had for Nikki for Doja because the same in the same sense it's the same way of her saying like look I am stressed the fuck out and I can't do this shit no more like I'm trying to do all I can the simple fact is I'm not just I'm it's not enough for people because I have to sit here I have to go to photo shoots and rehearsals and concerts and and award nights and academy awards it's just just too much so respect that woman, really, truly and honestly. Respect that woman for even taking the step to being like, you know what, I'm going to say something about this. People like, oh, she, oh, don't quit rap. I'm one of them people. I'm one of them people like, get your breast boo, if you want to take a break, because that's what they do. Artists do that. When you take when you take a break, take a break, boo. If that's what you need, do that. But come back, Okay. Crap. Hey, come back. All right? Come back. When you're done with your break, boo, we get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just need a break, if you need to just. And fuck these people. Fuck the people who sitting there saying, like, oh, you know, oh, you, oh, you gonna quit rap? Yes, I am. And I'm gonna be sitting around butt ass snake with my man. And I don't have to worry about what the fuck you doing. Cause that's none of my business. Okay, that's none of my business at all. But anyway, as we get on to the topic, let's go ahead and just get to the, you know, the episodes conversation. Bad bitches get played too. Yes, bad bitches get played too. You heard me correctly. You didn't hear nothing else come out of my mouth but that. Bad bitches get played. And if you a bad bitch... And you know that you get played. Don't look at this podcast and be like, oh, she talking about me. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying that bad bitches get played too. Yes. Yes. Even the baddest bitches that you think is not getting played, they getting played. They getting played, Jada Wada. <laughs> they getting played. Um, yeah. So as women, should we lower our standards? Pause for that. Let me let me let me ask that again because I got a few pointers and y'all will be so proud of me. I'm sitting here. I took notes for this shit. This episode, I took notes. A bitch got notes. A bitch got the whole title, the whole intro. A bitch got notes. Just know that I'm over this bitch like I'm studying. Anyway, so as women, should we lower our standards? 
honestly, and I'm talking to the women. Like I said, this is going to be like a, a girl to girl talk because this is for my women. This ain't got nothing to do with y'all niggas. This got something to do with my bitches. As women, should we lower our standards? Now, I personally have been going through a situation with certain men coming, going, doing whatever they, you know, whatever they please. And I thought about it and I wanted to talk about it on today. You know, besides the whole, you know, the weekly pop thing. I wanted to talk about it today because as women, we don't talk about it. We can't put nothing past no nigga. Okay? We can't put nothing past them. But that's not the that's not the situation at hand. So let's get to the to the to the point. Okay? Look. As women, should we lower our standards? Like I said before, I've been having a trouble with men. And it's coming from all angles. It's coming from work. It's coming from personal and I feel as though I had to think about it. I had to think about it in my head. I had to think about it to myself and say to myself, like, should I lower my expectations for a man who don't know what they want? And the the right side of my brain was like, hmm, if we do that, how far is that going to set us the fuck back? And then the left side of my brain was like, bitch, don't do that. Because you must be out of your motherfucking mind. Go be a pimp. Be a pimp, bitch. Go pimp out these niggas. Don't do that shit. So let me explain both of them. And let me explain the right side and the left side of my brain. But also get into these points. And I made valid fucking points. And I'm going to read them. Women are known for making sacrifices, especially in relationships, friendly or family-wise. Yeah. 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 It's truth time, sis. Women make sacrifices. Women make sacrifices. You can't tell you can't name me one woman who don't make who don't make sacrifices. And I'm not. And if I have men in my audience, I understand that. I want my audience to be diverse. But I know that my audience is mostly women. So I want to make this a podcast where it's just like, I'm discussing some womanly shit. I'm discussing womanly shit. You know, besides my music choices, because I'm very eclectic when it comes to music. Besides my music choices, I could be a nigga and a bitch in, in two different two different lanes but besides you know all of that you know I am pro-woman there's I you know I'm not no I don't hate men I don't hate y'all sometimes I do because I'm just like niggas ain't shit but that's just my truth and that's just every other woman's truth I'm not a nigga hater let me just say that I'm not a men hater I don't hate y'all y'all make me sick but I don't hate y'all I just feel like I just have a different set of balls than men. You know what I'm saying? My balls comes as a vagina. And my vagina speaks highly of myself. 
My vagina is powerful in any way imaginable. And for me to sacrifice my vagina for you, you must be out of your motherfucking mind because I'm not going to do it. It's just not going to be done. I'm not going to sacrifice my powerful pussy for you this day and age but when I'm saying women make sacrifices I feel as though that as a woman when we're in relationships it's an up and it's an up downhill battle and it's just like we receive so much lack and give so much back that it's not even it's 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 unimaginable how we you know cook and clean our way through relationships that we know is toxic for us and we have to move on and we have to we have to we don't have we have to stop doing it it's just have to just stop where it's just like we're sitting there and we're in relationships that we know that it's just toxic for us we sacrifice a lot um we sacrifice having to have children with these men and having to have that man come to you saying that they that they don't know if they want to they don't know if they want to be a father and they have to play the roles of a mother and a father you know what i'm saying like that's in you know that sense or women gotta sacrifice um has to sacrifice their body i'm glad i'm like pre-recording this to the point where it's just like i can just like cut and edit whenever i want to because that's what's gonna happen Um, another point i wanted to make we take on roles such as mother wife shoddy all this stuff but respect isn't given to women especially in higher places we and that's what i wanted to make as a point with these artists who are artists who have shown their femininity who have shown you know their vulnerability in a way that is so powerful and so impactful that as a woman you should just have to respect the fact that they do that because as a woman we all struggle we struggle and it takes another voice for us to go about that struggle like hmm is it really all that bad can I get through this can I you know protect myself protect my peace and all that type of stuff can I do these things and I feel as though we have to really we have to really like look at that and we have to look at that in higher in in higher just respect like we have to look at that as a very bold move as a power move because it takes time to be a woman Mm. it takes time to be a woman it takes effort it takes push it takes drive and we are the only ones that is running the engine in this motherfucking train we are the only ones who are going about this shit as powerful as we can and that's why god made us the way that we are 
we were made in God's image. We were made in an image of you think that you can have us. You think that you can you can get us. You think that we're going to lower our expectations for you. But really, we are on a higher pedestal of 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 excellence. We're just at a higher pedestal. We're on another airwave of shit that you have no idea of. Okay? Especially a black woman. We were made in God's image to just for the purpose of one thing and one thing only. As a man, they see that you're a territory, that you're a conqueror. You know what I'm saying? They see you as a, oh, you're a mine. As a woman, we like that. You know what I'm saying? I like to be somebody's mine. But before we can be somebody's mine, we have to be ours. We have to claim ourselves. We have to make it so that we are the motherfucking bomb diggity. Because they can't do that. They can't do that for us. They can't do it for themselves. So we have to do it because there's nobody else that's going to do it. And I've been reminded of that as well. How us women have to get up ourselves and do the dirty work. We have to take the backlash from the media. We have to, you know, we have to protect our bodies. We have to... We have to, you know, protect ourselves and protect each other, which should be the topic of discussion that we're protecting each other. We have to do that shit. Nobody else is going to do that shit except for us. And I've been reminded that all last week that if nobody else is going to do it for us, we have to do it for, for us. We have to do it for ourselves. I've been reminded of that. And it's an incident. I've been at, I was at work. And, you know, because I'm a nine-to-five gal. I'm a nine-to-five gal. Um, and I asked this man that I expected him to, like, do it for me. I expected him to, like, you know, help me out. But, of course, he didn't. And it's just like, why well, I have to do this shit myself? Because, obviously, you're not going to do it. So, I asked him to do something for me because I had to do something else at my job and he decides like well I'm taking this right now so you I, I don't you don't have my attention right now and I'm just like oh okay really bitch I got you on that shit I got you I took that shit multitask and did that shit without you even having to help me that's how bad it is out here I have to help myself you niggas can't be the man in my life. I have to be the man in my life. I have to take out my trash. I have to wash my dishes. I have to do that shit. Y'all can't do that shit. Because I expect y'all to do that shit. And once you expect, once you lower your expectations, from a, once you lower your expectations, you will see what I'm talking about. You will see. And as women, we have to be honest with each other. It's truth hour, sis. We lower our expectations for the likes of men it's plenty of women who have sat there and lowered expectations you know why because we feel like it's a comfort for them to be around mm. it's a comfort for them to be around it's comfort it's dependency 
Dependency is a bitch. And I had to talk about it. Because at the end of the day, we lower our standards and we lower our expectations for the likes of comfort. Bitch, get up. No, we're not comfortable here. And that's what takes us. You have to be uncomfortable to realize that that comfort shit ain't really like where it's at. That whole, oh, he just gives me dick and that's just it, is not where it's at. Bitch, get up. Get out that bed. Go exercise. Go do what you want. Go do what you want to do. Not what he want to do. Okay, it's money making Monday. We have no time for this at all. There is no time for us to sit here and lollygag with niggas. And you know what? I'm not trying to say it like this. I love y'all enough. But I was disappointed. I put up a, like a no dick challenge and I was disappointed. We should not, dick should not control our lives like this. It should not. Dick should be should be disposable at any time. It should be no, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm I'm not gonna work out today. I'm gonna eat junk food today. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna lollygag. No. There's no lollygagging with niggas. No. You need to get up. You need to go to work. You need to go take care of that hair. You need to go get a haircut or you know, you need to go get a new weave, new blowout. You know, the summer is coming, bitch. We got to look good. We got to look snatched. We got to look fire. We got to be bomb. Lower standards and lower expectations is not going to work. Not today. And like, uh, and I put this down too. Lower expectations equal lower quality. Higher expectations equals higher quantity. Bitch, did you want me to repeat that? I'm going to repeat that. Lower expectations equals lower e- lower quality. Higher expectations equal higher quantity. When you aim high, you get high. No. No, sis. Leave that man alone. If you feel... No. Mm-mm. No. Lower my standards for you? For Dick? And Netflix? I think the fuck not. I think we ain't gonna do that today. And I had to learn that lesson. So don't think that I'm just, just saying this because, you know, oh, I'm I'm judging bitches. No, I'm one of y'all bitches. And I'm speaking for the bitches. I'm not speaking, I'm not speaking for anybody else. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all because we the ones I'm I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. Mm-mm. Lower expectations equal lower quality. High expectations equal higher quantity. When you aim high. Okay, when you aim high, you get high. You get that. Ain't no, mm-mm, no. We can't do broke. We can't do, we can't do broke. We can't do jobless. We can't do, um, we can't do stay-at-home dick. We can't do in-house dick. We can't do none of the dicks. We can't do any of that. No. Nah. It's just not happening. It's summer 2022 and we're getting, we getting, we're getting ripped tonight. We're going to, somebody going to jail tonight. We're going to do hot girl shit all summer tonight. That's just it. No. No. Mm-mm. And then men will think because you lowered their standards for them that you like to be comfortable. And so they stay in that comfortable. They stay into that comfortability too. They stay in that comfort zone as well. 
They stay in that shit. They like to like be comfortable. They like, oh, this bitch don't want me to take on her on dates. This bitch don't want me to do extra. This bitch don't want me to go, you know, this this woman don't want me to do this for her. So we just go Netflix and she just won't take your balls all day. Okay, that's fine. No, that's not fine. Mm-mm. No. They will think because it's lowered that it's a, and that's what I, going back to going like to the whole sacrificing thing. They think because we sacrifice these things for them that we we're comfortable and they're going to meet us at that comfortability because they see us doing it their way. And they're like, oh, this bitch is doing it their way. Our way. Excuse me. They're doing it our way. So maybe we need to take like, you know, maybe we need to take advantage of this. We're going to be around just for dick and balls and Netflix. And that's just going to be it. And she going to love it. No. Aim higher, sis. For real. Aim higher. And almost lastly, because I say this, our standards should be should be higher. It should just be a hundred percent higher. It should be a hundred percent higher. Um, we'll prevent from. I mean, yeah, well, it prevent from being disappointed, but it's more to just disappointment. There's more than you know that meets the eye when you lower your standards. It's like okay, how can I put it in another term? It's like. When you're going about it and you stay dependent on things that you know that you can't really like, you know, stay dependent of, it starts to eat at you. And as I'm saying that, it's just like you have to know how to go about it in a certain way. You know how to just like, okay, so look, look, all right, I'm gonna say this because we about to wrap up the episode you know how you go out and go after what you want and you know you out here doing what you want to do and then a man comes around and you know you're like okay you know this is cute this is you know this is great or whatever all right i'm gonna wrap this up moral to the story because i just mm. look we got too much shit going on for somebody to come around and expect us to have lower expectations of ourselves. And it's just too, a bitch is busy. And let me tell you something, a bitch is going to stay busy until she dies. So please, please get the fuck out of my face. If you going to give me low vibrational dick, if you going to give me low low if my standards are high enough for your ass not to catch it or claim it or even if my hair if my tower call me fucking Rapunzel if my tower is too tall for your black ass to be climbing please don't if my standards are too high for you to ride this ride you can't ride the fucking ride. You can't ride the ride. You can't ride it. 
So don't think and expect your short ass to ride this ride. You ain't gonna ride this ride, okay? My ride is for the for for the higher up clubs. You have to be this tall to ride my ride. And if you can't get on that, then I don't know what to tell you. If your black ass whatever ass can't climb this tower and get up this bitch and come get this Cinderella, then your ass can't save me. I think I talked about it before and I'm going to preach it again. I can slay my own dragons, bitch. I can dream my own dreams. Okay. Call me fucking Galleria, bitch. And this is, this is my motherfucking show. Do you understand me? I am not lowering my expectations or standards for the likes of people who are not going to give me what I need in a higher form setting. A bitch trying to get paid off of this shit. Okay? So please, do not think, please do not think for a second that you are about to come and ride this ride and you ain't tall enough to ride it higher standards sister okay because sister you've been on my mind but this is we gotta talk i'm gonna wrap it up from here um like i said go check out those playlists because you know i'm a playlist curator and i love y'all so much so thanks for tuning in and i'll see y'all in the next episode oh and it's the almost the season finale okay your girl is going on a long deserved break but don't worry we're gonna be back this summer so yeah um check out because this is the i think this is my ninth episode that i'm doing so the last episode oh my god wow we're at the this a wrap for season one but Thank y'all for supporting me. I will always continue to, you know, put this in the last of the podcast because y'all just listen to my crazy ass talk. Um, But thank you for tuning in for this episode. I hope you'll be back for the last fucking hoorah. The last motherfucking episode. I might cry. Okay, because I had a whole bunch of disruptions. So we're gonna start. All right. Again. Um, I said I was going to do Oscar ratings, and so I'm going to do them right now. All right. So, this is who we got on the Oscar ratings. I'm going to go by um, um, the Shade Room um, for this information. So, here we go, because I saw a lot of people flop at this, so we're going to talk about it. Um, First, we got up Nisi Nash and her um, wife, Jessica Betts. I'm going to have to give this look a 10, maybe a 9. Um, her suit could have been like a little bit better. Um, I wish it was darker. If she had like a, you know, um, the same color tie and a dark suit, I think that would have been a little bit better. Um, but Nisi Nash looked good, girl. Nisi Nash is really falling. Mm-hmm. Nisi. Nisi look good. Okay. Um, Wesley Snipes. I don't know what's going on here, but you're going to get a one because I don't know what's going on. Mm. I don't know who styled this. I don't know who did this, who made this, create this. Um, mm-mm. No. And somebody said, looks like he finally paid his taxes. Okay, next. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross. Ten, bitch. Ooh, I love this. Mm, she's like the Audrey Hepburn. She's really pretty. Ooh, 
I love it. Natural look, natural, just great. Okay. Um, um, Laverne Cox. Yes. Regal woman. This is ball. This is ballroom. Yes. Mmm. Nice little drape. I didn't even see this at first. Yes. Drape. I like it. Um, Regina Hall. Simple, but I like it. It's really cute. Um, it's really, it's really cute. It's giving. I'm not really, you know, I'm not mad with it. It's cute. It's not, you know, it's simple. But, you know, anyway, next. Lapita. Love it. I'm sorry, Lapita, that this happened to you last night. I really am sorry. Like, if nobody told you I'm sorry, if Will Smith didn't say I apologize, you know, because you was dead ass behind him, I want to apologize for you. So, Lapita, I'm sorry that that happened to you, girl. But Lapita looks good. I don't necessarily, I'm not a fan of the dress, but, you know, it's, you know, it's fine. It's fine, you know. Next, my favorite couple right now, okay. Um, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, they look good. They look spooky. They give me Beetlejuice vibes. I like it. Beetlejuice vibes, people. Um, next, um, Chloe and Hallie, Bailey. Um, I could have did without the hair, sis. I don't like the hair, Chloe. You could have just went. Uh, Hallie looks the fuck good. She's like a mermaid. Okay, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? But I could have did without the hair, Chloe. I didn't like the hair. Mm-mm. It didn't. It didn't give for me the whole. Uh, she looked like she looked like Ariel, and her ass looked like Ursula. But I love the dress. Don't get me wrong. They look fire. The legs is popping. I love the skin tone. I love it. But I could have did without the hair. You could have did something else. Um. Next, they look really cute though. Um. I'm not gonna even. I'm not gonna even say her name, but. I don't, you know, the one from King Richard, it feels so good to be a, we gonna get, to, mm. okay, so yeah, she looks, she looks good in this orange, but I don't like the dress, the dress is really ruffly, mm -mm. not really a fan, um, who's next, um, Venus Williams, Venus Williams, five, um, next, um, Jill Scott, you look like you and why I get married too. And mm, I don't like it. <laughs> you could have did better, sis. Next, um, mom and dad. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. I love the dress. I don't care. I'm a fan of Jada. I'm with Jada. I love the dress. The dress is like it's like uh like a, a matrix vibe, like a like a like a um like a like a mm, how can I explain it's like a like a like a like a peacock I don't know it's really cute I like it um next Zendaya because you know law did it Zendaya looks fire Zendaya looks fire this skinny gorgeous woman looks fire fire this is nothing but fire the the the, the details the the hair the 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 love me baby love me baby. that ooh yes this is fire I'm I'm in love with it um Ava DuVernay cute mm. cute oh I didn't give Zendaya a rating so I'm gonna give her a hundred because yeah Ava DuVernay you look good I'm not gonna say that this is not you know your best work this is your best work I like it you know it's okay.
Um, Zoe Kravitz, you could have did better. You're Catwoman. Live up to that name. Michelle Pfeiffer. Live up to that name. Um, Cynthia, you could have did better. Cynthia Ibibro. 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 <laughs> you could have did better. It's giving me Morticia. Um, next, her, I don't, is, is that her? Yeah, that's her. I don't know where you was going, but I don't like that. I don't know where you was going. This is not the beach. I don't know <laughs> where you was going. This is the Oscars. I needed you to come a little bit better. I needed like a little red and a little curly hair going down, a little, you know, slick ash. I don't know what this is. I don't like this dress. Mm -mm, I don't like it. Um, Venus, um, no, sorry, Serena. Don't like this either. Mm -mm, it's giving me vampire vibes. I don't like that. Um, Daniel Alcluewa. I don't know his name. I'm just <laughs> just making it up. Um, the dude from Get Out. Yeah, you too fine to be doing this. You looked really good last year in I think was it the Emmys or was it? It was the Oscars. You looked really good last year. I don't know what happened to you, but this is not giving. I don't like boxy suit men. I don't like boxy suit men. They don't look good. Um, next. DJ D Nice. Why is DJ D Nice at the Oscars? Why is Megan Stallion at the Oscars? But I mean, you know, that's just me. Um mm, It looks good. I don't know. I mean, it's it's not great, but it looks good. Next, um, Terrence J. Terrence J always look good on the red carpet. He always look good. Every single, every single red carpet that he does, he looks good. So I'm gonna have to give this a 10. I love a cut clean suit. And he wore a cut clean suit. He looked good. You know what I'm saying? He looked really good. DJ Khaled, I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know what you doing. I don't know what's going on. But I'm gonna need you to stop this. What is this? What are you doing? What are we doing? What's going on here? Like, no. Wrap this up. Um, Tyler Perry, he looks good, you know, mm, Tyler Perry, he looks good, I'm gonna give this a 10 to, Megan, this is how you do it, the first dress, Vanity Fair, I did not like, Megan, this is fire, I'm in love with this, whoever styled this, you are amazing, you are great, because fuck, this bitch leg, the little mermaid, the little, 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 like, it's just like, oh, she looks so good. She looks good. The, the ponytail, the dress that she wore when she was talking about Bruno this and Bruno that, she looked really good on that too. But this dress looks very good on her. I like this. This is Oscar attire. Okay, next, bitch, that bitch never misses. And if you know about who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. That bitch Beyonce never fucking misses. Never fucking misses. She always aims the fuck higher. And then she said, I'm not going to even come to the mother. I'm not going to even have the performance at the motherfucking Oscars. I'm not going to even perform at the Oscar stage. I'm going to perform in Compton because the women in the movie is from Compton. And I'm going to perform all in fucking yellow and I'm going to wear yellow. This bitch never fucking miss. I wish her husband would have wore a darker suit. I don't know what's up with people wearing lighter suits. Wear dark. 
don't always look good, especially on black men. But anyway, this bitch never missed. And this bitch performed her ass off. This bitch is unstoppable. I love this bitch. This woo, bitch. And this song, bitch, a million miles on me. Anyway, yeah, she looks good from the performance to the motherfucking to the motherfucking dress alone. To the dress alone. She look good. Um, Kim, I'm gonna have to give it up to you. You look good. Mom and dad again. At Vanity Fair, they look really good. They look good. Yeah, the whole family look good. Um, Jaden looks anorexic. I'm not gonna talk about Jaden like that. Sweetie look good. Sweetie look like, like J-Lo. I like this. Sweetie looks really good with this wig on. Cause we all know she bald headed. She bald, she's a part of the bald head scallywag committee. Um, she looks really good. I like this. Megan, that second dress was not cute. But anyway, that just wraps up my um whole take. I, you know, forgot to do it. So, you know, bye y'all.